right, man. It is uh, September twentieth here, two thousand twenty-two. Time's flying, and uh, it's it's Boone, Kevin, and Levi here in the the shack out back, man. Out if you the will, shack. you know, is that what we call it? Is that is it, what's the name for it? Actually, man, you know, it doesn't really have an official. It's the shed. Yeah. Yeah. It's the shed. The, the shed. shed. Yeah, the, the shed. shed is what we refer to it as the most. Yeah, I think. the yeah. shed. But uh, but yeah, we are chilling in the shed tonight. Uh, got Kevin with us again for the uh, for the first time in a while. Glad to have three people in here again, so that uh, you can take some of the uh, talking load off of me and Boone. It'd be nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. hey, it's been a while. Dude. I usually sit here quiet and listen to you guys. <laughs> but uh, tonight we uh, have a, a couple of subjects to talk about. Uh, first of all. There was an interview on 60 Minutes over the weekend. I think most people have probably seen it. By yeah, I do. No, I think most uh, people are watching football, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people are watching clips. It's been two days. Most no, people are now. Look, look, look at these clips. 48,000 views. 86,000 views. 28,000 views. Now go to football. Oh, yeah, Kyle. <laughs> it's going to be in the millions. Yeah. For sure. Uh, right, Everyone for sure. was watching football, dude. Absolutely. Oh, shit, right. baseball. Anybody like that's in on the services. NFL is like a billionaire. Yeah. Hands yeah. down. Yeah. Like, that's a billionaire's club. I think yeah, actually that's our true. last that's episode true. was actually good. You, you named it uh, yeah. Yeah, all this just to tell you the, the Chiefs won. <laughs> well, that's how, it wrapped, that's how it ended. Yeah. You know, it really is. We were like yeah. watching the game, and so we started talking about like the league, like the Cowboys, how they're just always just it's like frustrating almost to be a fan, you know. And then we get into like whatever we were talking about, you know. Like I can't really remember. We were both tired, just going through, and then at the end, it's like, by the way, the Chiefs won that game. Chiefs won. <laughs> we just wanted to. We had to hold y'all in. Patrick you know? Mahomes did it again. Yeah, that's funny, man. But yeah, no, uh, I'm sure people. I'm sure a lot of people did. I think more, especially since the pandemic, probably, I think more people do pay attention when things get pushed in their face. But I do think there is a political fatigue as well. Oh, yeah. I, I really think there's a political fatigue. I think people are tired of it affecting their lives in a negative way and stressing them out. Cause like, well, you know, Everybody's just resting up for 2024, you know? Well, I, don't think, I mean, they, well, they're for, you're forced. You're, today, I mean, you really are forced to get involved. It's impossible yeah. not to get involved. And, and uh in the uh, federal, you know, like in the federal elections, like these elections right. coming up, people don't get as intent as intense about it. It's probably the ones that matter. I hope more. Texans do. Honestly, man, I mean, shit, well, I got dude. this damn. If Texas isn't careful, we will end up with do, Beto in that office. Do y'all get text from politicians? I haven't gotten. Dude, a text I got from this text a from a pol- from from Beto from it was the Beto campaign. Not that it, I, if it was Abbott, I would still laugh the same. I don't really carry the way, but. I will say, I mean, I do care. I don't want to, I don't, I'm not a big uh, Beto fan, but it says, Hi, Karen. This is Beto for Texas. Beto is running for governor to build a Texas that works for all of us. As governor, he'll prioritize job creations for Texans, expand health care, and fully fund our public schools. Can we count on your support for Beto in the upcoming election? This is what I got, dude. And then I was just like, man, I'm not sure who Karen is, but I, uh, she sounds sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I hate that shit, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know how they get... Someone got my number. That means, like, some way through email servers or through uh, through something you're signed into, what they you, get your number. You wanted to read a, uh, an article on online one day, and you hit accept cookies. And that... that 
website sells its cookies to some data provider, which sells its data to, you know, I mean... To Beto. That's, dude, that, that's the way that stuff goes nowadays. You think I'll get one from Abbott? Or you think he still does house phone calls? <laughs> he seems like the guy still, still out there calling, calling, out there calling <laughs> landlines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from a payphone. <laughs> seems like something Abbott might do. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, honestly, I, that surprised me that you got that text message. I haven't gotten a text message from a politician in a in a long time. I can't remember the last time I got a, a political text message it, like that. It does say that you can you can say stop. You yeah. can push stop. And, and it'll stop. But uh, I kind of, you know, at this point, I'd like him to text back. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's see if it's a robot. You know, right. you know? Would you like to send text messages for us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Would you like a job for Beto? Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. How much does it pay? And then I'll say dot, dot, dot. Because it doesn't even matter. Hell no. <laughs> I'm not sending that shit. Who would want to get involved? Who would really, like, would y'all ever have aspirations to getting involved in politics? No. Do you have any faith in it, like to get involved in it in politics? Only on like a like, if Medina ever incorporated itself, maybe I'd get involved, I might get involved level. with its politics. <laughs> but like other than that, no. But like working no. your way up in politics. Yeah, no. How do you even work your way up? Dude? But like, and that's the way it has to be. be like, groomed and. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even know. What what do they pick? Political science majors out of. Harvard, probably Ivy League schools a lot of times, I'm sure. You know, Ivy League school people that get into Ivy League schools and work their way up in, in those places, their connections. I mean, you know everything. Everything you get into. What's real estate about? Networking? Does it have something to do with it? <laughs> it does everything, right? Log beds for, for your the owner of log beds. What does he have to do? He has to network. He has yeah. to meet people. That's the only way he's going to... You know, same thing with music. You network. And it's the same thing with politics, you know. And so you get into those big schools. They have all the networks, those social networks that are connected to the the big time in politics. It's unfortunate that it's run that way, but it really is. And that's why, like, ask, how many people are in this country? How many people really are trying to run to be a congressman? Yeah. Not many, Not you know. Many. They don't give a shit. They're like yeah. people. I think people don't. I think that kind of shows a lack of faith in the political process, you know, just right there, don't you? I mean, well, like I think the well, the problem comes with the the abuse of the power, dude. Like yeah. people don't want to be told what the fuck to do. <laughs> they want to be left the fuck alone, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I do. Like yeah, for the for most sure. part, you just yeah. want to be left alone. Oh, for sure. And then well, it's like them shoving it down your throat whenever they're doing something stupid, which is yeah. every day if you read the news. Yeah, well, we're about to well, go over it a little well, bit. Well, also, I think that another main, uh, another big uh, deterrent for the average person to run for something like Congress or Senate or, or even like their state uh, their state legislature, something like that. Drug test. Is that <laughs> that that, <laughs> that 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 goes into what I'm ta- what I'm gonna say? You know, like in this day, in in this age of television and internet, and, I mean, politicians are almost like celebrities in that your life is gonna be 
Take it apart. Yeah, remember piece by piece, remember a block by years block. Ago if you got they were like going after politicians and restaurants and shit. Yeah, oh, for yeah. real, dude. Oh, like cornering them. Yeah. yeah, like people oh. finding them in the streets. Yeah. Like, yo, what's up? I mean, dude, there was a time when people were just that's doing. Weird. That. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That yeah. uh, that is. It's crazy. Well, I mean, actually. We think it's crazy because we grew up in an age of relative yeah, that's true. peace and calm. That, that's true. That's I mean, there was once true. a time when tarring and feathering your local politicians was was <laughs> not too uncommon of a thing. No, you're you right. You know, and now we're all like, oh, they got harassed in a restaurant. You know, I mean, that's true. There is a. I mean, come on! I mean, but it still it still doesn't make it any less appropriate, though. Like it doesn't like it's, right, it's not yeah, a way yeah. for a civil society. Yeah. To I am not it. advocating for <laughs> no. I know you're not. No, but you are right. Historically, I mean, you're right. But I mean, maybe, 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 maybe I, one day. I would, no. <laughs> I would I would be a part of that if it was something I really believed in. Yeah, right. well, I mean, I'll look, turn feather somebody. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is a fair question to ask. This dude, how far do you let? People, sh- do you let them shut down your business and tell you you can't do it, even though your your grandpa started that business? They did. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Actually, all mass- not one politician. I'm got actually. And I'm, well, I'm actually it, surprised. I'm actually surprised that it didn't get worse than it did. Really, when you think about that, I'm because- surprised how everybody just stopped. Like in San Antonio, they put a curfew out, and people were terrified. All <laughs> right. Yeah. But the pandemic's over. So. Yeah. That's right. The <laughs> pandemic is over. I mean, yep. it really is. It oh, is actually over. The pandemic is over. We yeah. have confirmation. And that just doesn't come from Kevin okay. right there. It comes that's from a, comes from a very top chief. source. Comes from, uh, you know, I, I don't know if Biden got, like, told by, by his top scientists that, like, the pandemic was over. Maybe Fauci sent him an email. Was like, hey, dude, just so you know, you can you can go ahead and tell people the pandemic is over now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, so there was a 60 Minutes interview with, with President Biden, and we're going to be playing a few clips from it. I got them pulled up here. Uh, and there's there's quite a few things to go over in, in this uh, interview, but the first thing he, that, that I guess they, uh, that it opened up with is the, uh, the announcement, the formal announcement, and we're going to hear it right here from, from Biden himself, that the pandemic is over. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's But the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. So... There it is. The pandemic's yeah, over. Nobody's wearing masks. Well, so I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take mine off tonight. Finally. Yeah. You know. I know. For sure. Well, after <laughs> hearing that, I think that's what everybody's saying is okay. Well, we will. We will take our mask off. What about finally. those poor fuckers that have been wearing two? Yeah. Oh, oh there's still God. gonna be. There's still gonna be people <laughs> that are wearing. Oh, there masks were so, sure. not too long ago. We passed someone on the trail out at Lost Maples. Do you remember this? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who was wearing their mask? Really? Alone, hiking alone. And they were wearing their mask. Yeah. I guarantee I mean, you. I guarantee you won't be seeing any more. Let's go, Brandon mask. <laughs> you know what I mean? The market man. for those is out. Dude, those people ain't wearing masks anymore. <laughs> they're they're, they're done with that shit, man. You know. But you know what though? That's crazy, man. You know, it is crazy. We've we've been through it, man. What do you since the pandemic is over, man? What do you guys think? You know, was it did was it played right? Was it played right? <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. It will go down oh, in the history man. books as the, the great overreaction. Ever. Just yeah, the dumbest shit ever. Exactly. I mean, oh my god. Come on. I mean, I mean, remember when like people would like I mean, you couldn't even say anything, dude. Yeah. You you, you couldn't even question it at all. And like not even there was no government officials, just like people. Right. You know. Oh, and it's hilarious that what was what was conspiracy theory a year, a year and a half ago, is now they're just they're just coming right out and saying it. Yeah. All of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, no. The uh, the vaccine, yeah, totally compromises your immune system. Sorry about that. Yeah, our bad. You know, I mean, when a year and a half ago, Alex Jones was telling people that oh, the vaccine's going to compromise your immune system. I thought he was crazy. I thought he was a, a nuts conspiracy theorist. What well, you know? I mean, it it's it's all just insanity. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's it's so it's so theatrical at this point. I mean, it's always been, but it's so obviously theatrical at this point. You know, and and then there was also actually to speak to this, I did see there was a uh, uh, Dr. Fauci went to uh, to, uh, to the Senate to the Senate hearing. Yes. When, recently, uh, since Paul, our, yeah, yes. and, well, a lot of people, but Rand right. Paul was definitely the significant one because he's kind of been the driver on that. But uh, he definitely confronts him about about some issues with that, and I think that that's. Uh, I'm glad that somebody is trying to hold their hold somebody accountable because I feel like that what's going to happen is <clears throat> that just like every other big, you know, event that's taken place, you know, at least in our immediate feel like you could say JFK and 9-11 it seems like something big happened right and then it just moved on no one ever really fully wanted to get to the bottom of it and just like all this all this other evidence comes comes forth and everyone's just like uh mm. yep and we just move on like like nothing even happened dude like, well, you know why that is I asked you I was like does it even matter <laughs> no you know yeah it doesn't. It, it doesn't it doesn't no you're right matter. you're right it's because you're our right. our, yeah. our entire government system when it comes to legislation, when it comes to the big medicine, you know, uh, uh, and all that, it's all set up in such a bureaucratic tangle, such a bureaucratic loop of bullshit. <clears throat> Just like in the, uh, in the, when Rand Paul was questioning Fauci at the Senate hearing, and he uh, was basically saying, like, you're the one who approved this. You know, you approved this. Yeah. And Fauci was like, you keep saying, I approve this. I did not approve this. The board, you know, approved this. He they said, yeah. he, said you know, he was science. <clears throat> right. You know, you he know. said that. I'm and like science. Yep. Yeah. And then if they ever bring it to the board, the board's going to be like, well, we got it. It was just put, you know, this just got put on our desks, you yeah, know, to I vote know. on. We did, hey, was it, it, it's just a big... Big loop of nonsense. Well, yeah, like no, no, really. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the big things. That's my biggest, comp- you know, complaint about like bureaucracies, man. I, I try and avoid bureaucracy <laughs> as as much as possible. You know, is because and that's exactly. But it's hard why. to because we're all sucked into this <clears throat> system. So we're all sucked into a system that is built this way, and that's the that that is what makes us have to pay attention. Because no matter what, then it's going to affect your life if you don't. Because they're going to fucking do stupid shit, you know? And yep. it's just, it's impossible to not. So so for that reason, it does matter. But to Kevin's point that they 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 have such a stronghold on society and the way that, they, that, that the system has been built, that really it's, it, it doesn't, what are you going to do? 
You know, everyone could have a podcast, and we all unanimously agree across the working class that this type of shit is going on, right? Right. And what are you going to do? Like, at that point, tar and feathering. (laughs) I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's nowhere else to go. But this is the danger zone. That's also the danger zone. Because when you give people, when people feel like that, and which we all, everybody does, you know, dude? I mean, how can you not, you know? Especially if you lost everything throughout the process. I mean, I couldn't even imagine, you know? Right. I mean, what do you think, you know? What do you think is going to happen? I mean, it's definitely not going to end well, you know? Well, I think that... uh... Inflation is going to continue to go up, despite what we're about to hear from uh, the president in the, in this next clip we're about to play. He had some words to say about inflation. Uh, apparently, he thinks uh, he, he, he's a little mistaken on how we measure inflation. I don't know. We, Our whole economy to, uh, is measured in inches, it's, it's, Levi. It's measured in inches <laughs> and feet. I know. Wow. Not dollars and cents. Yeah. Inches yeah. and feet. It did, but anyway. it didn't move a foot. Yeah. <laughs> Moved an inch. Yeah, it moved an inch. I mean, and if if we scale the graph down, we can make it to where it it, it only moved like a centimeter. He's like, I have a bonsai tree <laughs> in the Oval Office. It grew more than the inflation. It grew taller than the inflation. So yeah, let's hear what uh, let's hear what Biden had to say about inflation. He has that wicked stare, man. You know, he's got that nice... Yeah, he does. He's a robot. He's too much Botox. Yeah, he's yeah. Oh, Somebody... We got an ad, folks. Sorry about that. Somebody is, for sure, like, over there on the side with the remote control. Just freaking... Just... <laughs> making a blink. Damn, hurry, type faster. Type They're faster. making a blink. Blink, 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 blink. Hey, you're supposed to move his left hand, dude. Mr. President, as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at 8.3%. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked. Would it be nosedove? Would Would it be nosedove or nosedived? I think nosedived. I I don't know. Nosedived. I mean, I assure you. You write a new sentence. Yeah. 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 Completely tanked. He's like, we're getting off track, Mr. President. We're getting off track. No dose. Did you say no dose? Yeah. But I do think that this guy probably knows better than me. Okay? I'll give the guy. He probably understands the English language probably better than me. Like, from a standpoint. Probably just a better orator. (laughs) But still, man. I mean, when you you think about it, it, it's a fair question. Yeah. Can you do better? And faster. Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just a, 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 just an inch, hardly at all. You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it is good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not, you're, maybe I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. It's just... <laughs> it's just an inch. just moved an inch. Okay. So... He's saying, what, what, what Biden is saying is that, hey, listen, right, a month ago, it was, it was just right here. And now it's just like, just barely, you know, it's just like it's plateauing. That's what he's trying to say, is that it's plateauing. But anyone who actually knows what a plateau looks like on a graph knows that when you're in the plateau, it does not necessarily mean... Progress. Eight percent. It means is that not you're still plateau either. Yeah. yeah. Where did no. it start? Like, it where means... was it? Where was inflation when Biden took office? Wasn't that, it? That like, would be uh, the real question. 
Here, can we find out? I believe, on, that, I believe it was at something it like 3 or 4%. It was not very high. I know it was higher than 2%. They try and keep it at 2%, but uh, but they they are, they are don't usually <laughs> succeed in that. Well, how they measure all of their metrics, like GDP and all of that shit is so confusing that all, like, at the grocery store, the gas pump, everything's gone up. And if, yeah, if for it sure. all went up 8% and we didn't get 8% raises this year then something's wrong. You can't just tell me, oh, it just went up an inch. Blink, blink, blink. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, I, I'm like I have seen it in my life um, uh, substantially, honestly. You know what I mean? The price of stuff at the grocery store, I mean, it's gone to, you know, yeah. very high levels. You know, I, 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 there's a guy named that does something called Shadow Stats named John Williams. And he's an economist and a and and just great with numbers. He's been doing it for a long time. You can look him up sometime. But he does a uh, his 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 website is called Shadow Stats, and he does like real inflation numbers. And he's been saying that all of these things have been skewed for a long time. You know, through every. I mean, you know, they don't they don't even measure these numbers really the correct way. Do you know what I mean? Uh, in the way that they really should. Uh, and I think that inflation is just one. There's a bunch of numbers. I'm sure he, he's right. not just talking about inflation, you know. Yeah. But they just the way that the the government will will basically, you know, uh, come up with that number is completely. They leave things out. Like they'll leave out like food and fuel out of the rates. Like everybody uses food and fuel. So why would you leave that type of stuff out? You know. But they're yeah. able to rig doesn't, it to make it I'm seem saying. like it's eight point three. It doesn't yeah. add into their metrics and how they do all of their configurations. It doesn't yeah. add up. Yeah. But that's that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's the the main thing is if it goes up eight percent and nobody gets a raise for eight percent, or really you would need a raise to get ahead. You would need at least like a ten percent raise. Yeah, yeah. If right. inflation went up eight, right? Yeah, for or, sure, for sure. I mean, <laughs> nobody's getting that. Yeah. Nope. And then this fucking clown's up here talking about it going, it only moved an inch. I mean. <laughs> so in 2020, yeah, uh, in 2020 sure, the inflation man, rate, crazy. you guys ready for this? In 2020, the inflation rate was 1.2%. 1.2%? In, in 2022, the inflation, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, in 2021, the inflation rate was at 4.7%. And now here we are in 22 with an inflation rate of what, 8.2, right? What, what were we saying? Yeah, 8.2. 8. 8 point something. It's high. Right? Yeah, yeah, 8. That's good. <laughs> so, so yeah. No, saying that it is plateaued is uh, is not exactly saying. What do you think the real inflation rate is at? What do you think that the real inflation rate is at? If they really did factor in things that matter in everyday life, you know. Man, I think it's closer to like sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah. I was just about to say it's about fifteen percent or so because uh, I know, like me personally. I sell uh, I sell sodas out of a couple of vending machines, right? Two years ago, my vending machines I I uh, had my vending machine set to seventy five cents for a can of soda, uh, and I was making plenty of profit off of that. Plenty of profit to buy new sodas and to still put a little bit in my pocket, you know. Uh, but now I have to I I can't I have to sell my sodas for a dollar now to make the same amount of profit that yeah. I was making before. And that's, up, that's so that's that's twenty five. That's, that's oh shit, yeah, that that would be twenty five percent. That's twenty five percent on on sodas. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh but yeah, no, it, it would it would definitely uh it would depend I mean, look on what at the you're price, look at the price of everything at the store. I mean you could go through <laughs> things I mean, you'd have to have pictures, old magazines for what things were selling for two years ago, you know, like what was on sale and you could see what they were selling for at the time. But I know milk wasn't fucking five dollars exactly, a gallon. Exactly. <laughs> My and, kids drink milk like a yeah, motherfucker. No, for here. real, man. And everything. Eggs. Bread has gone up. Uh, honey has gone up. Honey has gone up a lot, man. And honey, I mean, people have bees even around mm. here. It's a local product. It's gone up substantially, man. It's Water's it. almost $2 a gallon now down to at, at, at a dollar store. Yeah. <laughs> we have to call it the $2 store. Oh, dude, it's in every... Yeah, yeah damn. I mean, it's like... there's. It's not a dollar store at all. Well, you know, that's it's like it's like false advertising just built into their whole name. It's like yeah. the whole thing is bullshit, dude. Yeah. No, it's like very few things are a dollar in there, actually, when you think yeah. about it, you know? All right, let's continue listening to what uh, Biden had to say about inflation. Dude, I, we almost forgot Biden. Rate we president. almost forgot he was talking. Years. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where... For the last several months, it hasn't spiked. It has just barely, it's been basically even. And in the meantime, we've created all these jobs and prices have, have gone up, but they've come down for energy. The fact is that we've created 10 million new jobs. We're in a sense, we came to office. We're in a situation where we, the unemployment rate is about 3.7%, one of the lowest in history. We're in a situation where manufacturing is coming back to the United States in a big way. And look down the road. We have massive investments being made in computer chips and, and employment. So, I look, this is a process. This is a process. Is you- <laughs> so, do you guys feel like there was 10 million new jobs made in this country? Oh, I don't know. But even if there I mean, were, like, what are we accounting? Again, you're not accounting for how many were lost in the pandemic and, and what type of jobs are being added and what type of jobs were lost. I mean, there's so much calculation that, no, hell no, I don't think anything he's saying is true. So, I mean, I'm just going in with that right away. I, he's He doesn't even, for sure. I mean, I don't. I, don't I mean, I know that I have seen more help wanted signs on businesses nowadays than I've ever seen. Yeah, I couldn't life. imagine that they've added 10 million jobs, man. I think that's a stretch. Okay, yeah. But, uh, yeah. but I mean, I don't fucking know, really. <laughs> I mean, if it doesn't seem like that. Maybe if they're know? counting the jobs that people are getting back, the yeah. ones that they took from everybody, yeah, the exactly. jobs that they fucking told everybody they couldn't work anymore. Or some If people... they count all those people going back to work since the pandemic is officially over, yeah, maybe 10 million. Yeah, maybe some of them were actually business owners now that are going back into the labor force that they don't even really, they were forced back into, literally, you know, from right. being business owners, you know. But anyways, yeah, it's all yeah. kind of... economy going to get worse before it gets better? No. I don't think so. We hope we can have, what they say, a soft landing, a transition to a place where we don't lose the gains that I ran to make in the first place for middle-class folks being able to generate good paying jobs and, and expansion and at the same time uh, make sure that we uh, uh, we are, are able to continue to grow and you would tell so you notice he used that word the, the, that combination of words soft landing says no you know do, do you think the economy is gonna get worse no no we're gonna we're, we're gonna have this soft landing 
you know, I mean, you got to have a lot of faith in your ability to central plan to say, yeah, we, you know, we, we yeah, understand that, 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 we understand that, that, that a, our policy is going to lead to a, a sharp, a sharp uh, downturn in the economy, but we... We plan on having a soft landing. We're, we're going to pull up on the nose right there at the end. Yeah, and then he fucking starts <laughs> rattling off about billions of dollars to people that fucking budget thousands of dollars a month. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of here, dude. You're budgeting yeah. billions of dollars? You're telling me this is the best you could do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, he's just a VC. This is why people don't trust politics, though, man, because, I mean... You know, Joe Biden's, you know, he speaks like, and they, they, they write this shit up, and he goes off these notes written by these other people that act like this guy hasn't been in the public eye for like 50 years, dude. Like, we've seen it all, dude. Like, you're full of shit, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's like, it, it sucks, the, dude, to have to say that, but it's like script, just the truth, dude. man. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. And it's just, and he's just, and I kind of feel bad for him in that way, really, but I mean, dude, it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy, you know, really, to even listen to anything he says. I mean, he's he's just he's off on everything. There's no doubt about it. He's the he people, it, it, he's it, he's driving a narrative. Everything he says is towards a greater narrative. He can't be in a conversation like real, like about something with nuance. Everything is driving some type of a narrative or something for him. When I look at him, man, seriously. He's the type of person that's just robbed the like the, the good middle class folks. Like he doesn't give a shit about those people, dude. Honestly, like no. maybe he does if he really thinks about it. Or goes and meets him. He's like, oh, that was a nice person. But honestly, with his policy making and stuff, these people are in politics to get ahead. You know right. what I mean? People like him, and that's it. Yeah, that's all. He's not fucking. He doesn't care, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, what that, that level? Seven, how, how many years has he been doing it? 50, 50 just about. By the time he's done, he will be 50 about, right? Yep. Something like that. Oh. All right, well, that's enough of Biden talking about the inflation. I think we get the, we yeah. get the point. He, he's uh, he, he's trying to claim that because we're in a, because we're in a plateau that uh, that things aren't going to continue to get worse. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, the future will tell. Since in our lifetime, okay, we can say from mine and Kevin's lifetime, We've had, and we went over this a little bit last time, we've had Reagan to Bush, Bush Sr. to what Clinton. What war was that? What war was that? No. <laughs> Which war was we talking about? <laughs> no, no, this was, in, in our lifetime, it was it was uh, Reagan to Bush Sr. to Clinton to Bush Jr. to Obama to Trump to Biden. Okay? Who was the worst president in your lifetime, do you think? Oh, wow. Yeah, of all of them. Honestly, dude, and maybe it's because my age and everything we've been through, I think it's Joe Biden. I think to me it's become, like, I, I, I don't, Bush is there. He's very close to it. But this guy, man, you know, th- yeah. he's he's dangerous because hey, Bush was this way too a little bit. You can tell that he's so controlled. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's so, so do controlled. you think that his administration, like, Found a way to play the pandemic card. To not get not his Trump administration. Out. I mean, you remember Trump. Trump. Trump went along yeah. with it all. I mean, well, I yeah, think. I think there might have been a. I think there might have been. Yeah, I don't know he if just it was fucked it all up even worse. 
it's hard to it here's the thing about all this that and this this is where I think they're able to confuse people just enough to label people conspiracy theorists and things. It's hard to identify who is pulling the strings to make this stuff happen because they they can move like uh what's that fucking mortal combat um reptile no. you know what I'm saying <laughs> they're like that you know they can morph. So it could be in the Republican Party when Bush is in office and they can be all behind Bush. Maybe it's the military-industrial complex is what... who <clears throat> Whose speech was that leaving office? Um, Eisenhower talking about the military-industrial complex and how it's going to rob us of... The, have you ever heard that speech? Oh, yeah. Rob us of the genius of our science. It's like, stand your hair up, dude. You're like, damn, man, and here we are. And then, and then all of a sudden, we go through Trump, where Trump comes in as a Republican, and so where does that, where does all that machine go? The Mitt Romneys, the 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 John Kerrys, they're all from the same face. That's the problem with this shit, man. They're all they all have the same ideology, really. At the end of the day, the two sides, what is it? One side to the same, two sides of the same coin, or whatever it is, dude. It's it's so fucking obvious, man. But this guy. Because he because he's so he he's so obviously controlled by what we've seen by like remember when he read the the transcript and it was like read next paragraph or what did he say what did he say like read the fucking he read the teleprompter it was like really, really? yeah do you didn't see that dude no, you yeah. man man we'll have to watch it after for sure because it's hilarious but. <laughs> I saw him it, fall off his bike. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody made a fucking little video that showed yo, Donald yo, Trump hitting a golf ball and that motherfucker flew and hit yeah. Biden in the head and he fell off his bike. I've seen that one. <laughs> the meme, the meme yeah. take him. But y'all can answer that question too. You think he is the worst president or you think it was somebody else? Or are they all equally as shitty? Well, he's, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, would, I would consider... Uh, Bush, both the Bushes, Clinton and Obama, all on pretty much equal levels of shittiness as far as I'm concerned, you know, and, and honestly, uh, <clears throat> Obama was the first president that I remember, like, really paying attention to, you know, yeah, like, yeah, really, same, really yeah. being aware of, you know. I was, I uh, was pretty aware of Bush oh, before man, that, because dude. some <clears throat> of my friends went to fucking yeah. war, dude. Hell yeah, yeah. man. I, I have to say, dude, that's a hard one, actually. That's actually hard. When you really think about Bush... But Bush went full force against the attackers. And I put fucking... He went full force. You gotta give him that if you give him something. Yeah. It, well, the problem is he went full force on even people who weren't the attackers. Yeah. That's the problem with Bush, you know? And he yeah. fucking started these horrible, horrendous things that affected a lot of people. Dude, so many people. Really so negatively. much hate that yeah. was fucking brewed from that war. Yeah, but no, that at was, the same that time, the fucking Twin Towers yeah. were attacked. Yeah. Well, that's... A, you know what, dude? Have y'all ever heard of Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth? Have y'all ever heard of that? Yeah, right. Okay, okay. I, 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 for a long time, read read their their studies their research, because there's there's thousands and thousands You're of scientists. About how the went down. Yeah, <clears throat> who who well, all they're saying is we have evidence to say that y'all are full of shit, basically, right. and you're not you're not telling us what really happened. Yeah, you know, and and uh, I haven't I I really it's it's exactly what Kevin said earlier. What does it fucking matter anyways, dude? I mean, you could sit here and waste your time, and you're spinning your tires and just making yourself mad 
if you, if you can't control your anger or something, you know, and you're just like, you know, you're just getting in a place you shouldn't, especially when you have kids and just want to enjoy your family and your life. Right. And, and there is a bit of that. But then uh, I watched this, uh, what's that guy, that, gay, that guy's name is <clears throat> Patrick Bett, Patrick David Bett. I, man, I hope I'm not getting his name wrong, cause, uh, but he has that Valuetainment uh, podcast that we've listened to. It. I've showed oh, you yeah, before, yeah. right? And uh, just a day or so ago, two days ago, dude, he uploads a video right. on, on YouTube. I'll have to show it to you, man. Listen to the entire interview. But it's Richard Gage, who's one of the heads of Architects and Engineers of 9-11 Truth, getting back on. And he's still preaching the same message, talking about how they're trying to go to different you know, uh, judges and things like that and have the evidence tried in the court right. of law. Sure. You know, ha- having the evidence from 9-11 tried a, a, a jury, a real jury of peers, and having it having its day in court, basically, for the 3,000 lives lost on that day, you know? Right. And not to mention the millions lost in the wars from yep. that day. And I would I would really seriously... All these, all these people, this is all <clears throat> I'm going to say, that say, never forget 9-11. I totally agree. I'm all for that. But if you're really serious about that, we have to really understand the truth. You have to be able to debunk these things if you're telling the truth. If you can't debunk them and just get mad and push them out, what the fuck? Are you not telling yeah. the truth then? So back because to, the truth back is to out. your question, though. So that was yeah. Bush's fucking case. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's you know, go through the presidents yeah. and figure out what yeah, kind of turmoil yeah. each one well, of them had. Okay, so I mean, that, that actually just ties into exactly what I was going to kind of add on to what Boone was just saying is because, you know, you're saying, you know, Never forget 9-11, which I, I agree. You know, 2,000, what, 2,000 lives? 3,000 lives? 3,000. 3,000 lives were lost, and that is... that is a, In the most horrific yeah, way, too. I mean, yeah, no. People I mean, jumping out of buildings, on. dude. Yep. I mean... And, uh, and you know, 9-11 is probably... It's, it's the first, like, major news story that I remember, personally. Oh, I, I was... Uh, I would have been nine years old when it happened, you know? But, um, <clears throat> anyway... Man. It's important to understand not only the truth about what... what may or may not have happened that day. It's also important to understand the truth about what had happened for 30 years before that day. You know, people people like to say, you know, yeah, we went into, you know, yeah, Bush went on the shock and awe ca- uh, campaign through through the Middle East, but the Twin Towers were attacked. You know, hey, you can't, you can't forget the Twin Towers were attacked. Twin t- you know, yes, they were attacked, but history didn't start with that. You know, let's let's not act like American yeah. troops haven't been crawling around the Middle East since the 1970s because they have. Yeah, but we're know? not talking about the and presidential term. People have been right. Yeah, but I was going to say the, uh, the the presidents like uh, who who was the president in uh, in Desert Storm? That would have been yeah. Reagan. That would have been Reagan. Yeah, it was just about Bush. No, it was Bush Senior. You're right. It was after. It was right after Reagan. It was right after Reagan. Right into Bush Senior. Yep. Hey, dude, and the Bushes look. The Bushes like to go to the war in the Middle East, dude. All There's through just no doubt about these it, administrations, dude. you had voices such as Ron Paul. In fact, I have the book in here, right there, a foreign policy of freedom. All of Ron Paul's speeches that he gave, pretty much on the Senate floor, through from like the '90s through the early 2000s. There's a speech in there that Ron Paul gave just like five months before 9/11. It's in this book. I'll let you guys uh, read it afterwards if you want. Where he is basically saying, "Our policy in the Middle East is a, is about to lead 
to massive blowback. We cannot just march all around the freaking world and never expect anything bad to happen to us here at home. It's a ridiculous thing for us to believe. Yeah, Yeah, I covered that in the book that you let me borrow, too. Yeah. So do you think it was Bush? You think it was... I mean, because remember, Obama did a lot of the drone striking and things, too. I mean... Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I mean... And, I mean, Bill Clinton, dude, I mean... I think Bush Sr. definitely contributed... he's, He's the one who really got the wars in the Middle East going, and he also... I mean, he's also, let's not forget, he's also the one who kind of first dropped those three dirty words, New World Order, as well. That was Bush Sr., right? That was Bush Sr., yes. Who what said, do you yeah. thi- so what do you think, Kevin? Yeah. I think it's probably Biden. Yeah. yeah. I, I think time's going to tell. I think I, time's going to tell. Yeah. In, in would, 20 years. In the you, moment, you, I would have to say Biden, too. Yeah. But, but for the for what we were talking look, about. Look, look, Bush was that bad. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to tell you that right now. That eight years. Looking back on that, that was through my high school and college, to, like I, even beyond that a little bit. And that was a bad time. And, and and remember, it also led to the housing crisis. But he united. You know what I, mean? I will say, Bush united the country. Yeah. Well, yeah, and being attacked. Any kind did. of foreign attack. Yeah, being attacked. The did. It did. Still, you know, dude, like, yeah. They would have been united like, under yeah. Clinton if it would have happened under right. Clinton. Right. Yeah. It, it would have. We, sure. we in fact we just covered this you know kind of on the last episode how like we we just got out of the anniversary of nine eleven you know and people were saying like why couldn't we why can't we unite. Today, like we united after nine eleven, it's like well because foreign well, you know, foreigners to... attacked us then. Now you're trying to tell us that half of the country is the terrorists. Yeah, you know, and then yeah, you're like, well, why we can't we? Re- why can't we unite? Face as a president, like Bush yeah. or um, Trump was a <clears throat> was a television guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, I agree. I agree. He oh, he he's uh, he's really good at. Uh, I, I Oh, yeah. He's really Trump. Trump was really good at understanding the system and how to play. And he still is. He's still great at that. And you know, I, I think Trump had some really good qualities about him. I think that he pulled out uh, the true grassroots of this country, like parts of the grassroots of this country. Not some parts hate him for sure, but I do believe that he got onto something, some type of a movement, probably uh, like a Tea Party type uh, movement. I definitely think he tapped into that. And I, but. I will say that, dude, people let him slide on this, man. Who was the president when all the businesses were closed down? That would be Trump. There's You can't deny that. No. Nope. You cannot deny that. And that's the problem, dude. That, that's one problem that I think someone should confront Donald Trump with. He could say, now he can answer that how he may. Like, what's he going to say? Um, you know, the team of scientists came to my office and told me this was going to happen. Okay, so... Then someone told you how to run your shit, or you decided to make that horrible decision. Yeah, it's one or the other. Well, it's the same thing with like he—he's he, also refusing to distance himself from the vaccines. No, oh, that's a horrible decision. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, no, but the, what's coming out about the vaccines? You know, it, it's almost looking like they—that could have been some kind of trap for him. Yeah, you know, what if they would have tried to force everyone to mandate everyone to get the vaccine? Oh shit! They did that too. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, we're not going to force you, but you're going to yeah. lose your job. Yeah, you will lose your job. <laughs> yeah. i got friends that are still working jobs, and they got vaccinated. They didn't want to be. Because that's they fucked were, up, man. They were, I don't know, that's how they support their family, Man, dude. Kevin, I bet you there's so many people like that that you just fucking preached to right there, dude, that said, yeah. hell yeah, <laughs> me too. You know, for real. Yeah. They didn't want to get vaccinated, but they didn't want to lose their jobs more. So they yeah. said, well, fuck it, I'm not going to lose my 
paycheck that, and that, everything. That is not that, right, man. That's, that's fucked up. Marxism. No. That leaves a scar on people. Like, like physically and, like, for, like, you know, yeah. emotionally. And they remember that shit. They remember yeah. that shit, dude. They for real. something in their body they did not want <clears throat> to keep their livelihood. Somebody told me that. I was talking to him, and it was an, a, a more, not a, definitely not elderly person, but older, um, you know, in their older years. And said, I didn't really want to get it, but all my friends were like, are you vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? And I just felt like to go see my family or anything, I had to get it. Right. It's like, I'm like afraid, like something's going to happen, you know? It's like, damn. It's fucked up, man, to feel that way. That's fucked up to feel that way. We should never make other people feel that way. That's such a fucked up way to make people feel, man. And and here we are. But yet again, it's like, it's always back to that same thing. It's like, what does it matter? And do we just let it slide on? Because you know that if you let it slide on, they're just going to keep doing that shit. Yeah, there'll be something you else. Know, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like, damn, dude. Everybody, everybody's pretty much programmed to it at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. And speaking of uh, letting it slide on, one thing that is definitely going to continue to slide on, despite the fact that we will continue to complain about it on this podcast. Can I say something <laughs> right now, though? Remember, what did you watch last on him? <clears throat> Inflation, right? And he I said, and he said it's going to plateau, and we're going to do this easy land, this soft landing, yep. and it's not going to get worse. This next clip right here is why it's going to get worse. Right That's here. exactly right. And if you ask me, this is probably the most important part of his interview, and also something very interesting happens uh, about half, you know, pretty early on, where you don't even really get to hear. Most of the president's response to this question. I'm going to go ahead and we'll we'll play the whole clip. It's 54 seconds long. We'll play the whole thing and then we'll talk about it afterward. Hopefully there's no ad that pops up. Yeah. Yeah. I had to say it. Not only is it an ad, but it told you hello. (laughs) Should Chinese President Xi know about your commitment to Taiwan? We agree with what we signed on to a long time ago. And that there's a one-China policy, and Taiwan makes their own judgments about their independence. We are not moving, we're not encouraging their being independent. We're not, that's their decision. But would U.S. forces defend the island? Yes, if in fact there was an unprecedented attack. After our interview, a White House official told us U.S. policy has not changed. Officially, the U.S. will not say whether American forces would defend Taiwan. But the commander-in-chief had a view of his own. So unlike Ukraine, to be clear, sir, U.S. forces, U.S. men and women, would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion. Yes. Okay. What do you think the follow-up question would have been right there? (laughs) What would the follow-up question? Who does your eyebrows? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... This is just insane. This is clown show. This is clown world shit right here. First of all, that's crazy. First thing I'd like to point out is that he he specifically says Taiwan makes their own decisions about their independence. We don't encourage them. We're not we're not encouraging them. And then he immediately says encourages them. (laughs) Yeah, no, we'll totally come in and defend them if you decide to invade them. Like, are you are you are you kidding me? Okay. And then also, the the craziest part of this clip is that 
the real follow-up question that, that this guy should have asked Biden is, so, well, I guess he didn't get the phone call until after the interview, I guess, so he couldn't have asked this. But what he, but what he needs to call Biden back and ask him is, so, uh, are you the commander-in-chief or, or, or not? Or, like, who, who's this dude at the White House who's making your decisions and, and giving us a call after your interview and saying, hey, uh, don't listen to what the commander-in-chief, the guy who literally, you know, we're, we're all supposed to believe got elected president, you know. No, th- this, is, this is the official White House policy. Yeah. Like, and, and well, I get that, it. That's confusing. To, it's, I mean, that's it's incredibly really confusing. Confu- it's, it's confusing to the American people. And it's confusing to the Chinese, who I'm sure are also hearing this, right? What are they, what are they supposed to think when they, when they see something like this? Like, yeah. who's in charge here? You know, what's, go, what's going on? Yeah. It's insanity, man. And, uh, and you're absolutely right to what you said before. I mean, yeah, things are not going to get better economically for us if we go to war with well, what China. Do you think, what do you think about I a mean, draft? I mean, holy What cow. do you think about a draft, Kevin? Would you like them to implement a draft? <clears throat> Hell no. Fuck, right? I mean... That's our kids fighting that war, shit. dude. Actually... If they implement that draft tomorrow, it's not our kids fighting that war. <laughs> It's gonna be you. It's gonna be us. Yeah, exactly. Or 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 Russia or just here's the here's the here's the thing. When you start to put these things together, this is just this is just it's the fact that we've we've done all this stuff over the years that we shouldn't have been doing this nefarious stuff, and 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 the people that go over and fight these wars, they make you believe that you can't that you're not supporting those people and you have empathy for those people if you speak out about the actual reason why they fucking start to go over there and do that shit and that's just wrong you it, it's nuanced you can do both you can support the troops and disagree with the war oh absolutely you know and that's that's a problem that we have as a country and that's why a lot of people are afraid to speak out because they feel like you're speaking out against so many people's family and friends we all have them you know and it's like that's not really the case you know at all I don't want to see more people go over to stupid, pointless shit that could be avo- avoided if there exactly. wasn't stupid people like that talking this type of shit. Like, Taiwan and China, the history between them, how many Americans can tell you seriously the history and the ties of that region and, and how far they go back and what we know about yeah, Very their, few. Very, probably very fewer few. fewer than who could tell you the uh, history and ties between Ukraine and Russia. Exactly. And probably only people who have <laughs> spent time in those places that also spend time in America. Yep. Because it's the only way... And then to sit there and say you're going to send people like... I don't want to say like us because we're not signed up to the military, but just you're going to send American troops or possibly <clears> have to... You, if you go to war with China and Russia, you're implementing a draft. Or you're gonna lose, yep. for sure. You're you know, lose anyway, dude. yeah, you're, you exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, fight over we, there we, win. we, we've made we've this clear. Proven that everyone loses in war. No one yeah. really wins. Okay, ever. You know, that's that. It's the only people that win are the people that that, that make it that don't go fight it. Yep, the you people know? who profit on it. You know, and that's it. You know, so so you're right. Everybody definitely loses, <clears> but. But you really, they, they feel like that the only chance they have is to implement a draft of people that right. aren't going to sign up on their own. And I'm sure they would do that. But even yeah. so, even sending people who are enlisted over there, what, can this be avoided? Without rhetoric like that, it probably can. When you use rhetoric like that, I think it's very, 
uh, incendiary. And I think it's going to definitely start more conflict and more hostile relations between those two countries. Yep. You know, what do you think the next phone call between the Taiwanese president and the Chinese president is going to be like now? They're going to have to bring that up. Yeah. What do you think it's been like every time? Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. Don't fuck with us. Don't listen to America. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they do say that. You know, maybe they do say that. And maybe they, you know, I'm sure Taiwan does want their independence. And so I'm sure that they do push back and I'm sure they do try to, you know, be a force for themselves, you know, in that way. But this is just, this is fucking stupid, man. This is, it's so stupid to see that. I mean, it's sad, man. It's sad to see. And it's going to affect us all in a very bad way. People, you know, he says, remember, remember this guy said that he's all, all the things they said, but how Trump uses all these bad terms and talks bad about people and calls women pigs or whatever, whatever, you know, all this stupid shit they said about him. It's like, listen to this guy saying that he'll, he'll send people to war with China. Yeah. Well, not only China. That's ugly. That is super ugly, dude. Here, here's the really crazy part. Not only China. We're also about to listen to a video here where we're also escalating things in between Russia as well. Uh, in fact, I have this clip pulled up here that uh, I don't think any of us have seen. So we're hold on, all. Hold on. I want to give Kevin one more one more insight. What do you oh, think? Yeah. Of, what do you think about the war in Taiwan and and uh, like the Ukraine and stuff? Do you think it's all pointless, or do you think it's worth? I don't think it's pointless. I don't think it affects. I mean, it does affect us. But I don't see why. We're not in a place. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna get all fucking up in arms about it. Like, no. yeah, yeah. Ukraine's at war with Russia. All right. Yeah. yeah. Again, I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. They, they feel they, for absolutely. the people. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. For the people that had to leave their houses and shit like that, and yeah. that are bystanders of it, or the people that didn't want to fight in it that are fighting in it, like. Somebody comes and says that we're going to be in a war with Mexico. Fuck. Yeah. It's That's like, in our back backyard, dude. Yeah, like, yeah not for real. No, you're I right mean, about what are, that. What are you going to do? Yeah. No, it doesn't exactly. matter. It doesn't yeah, matter me and how Bob I feel this, about it. You know, like, yeah, yeah. We, we've talked about is. this before. Like, you know, <laughs> we probably, none of us in this room probably agree with, like, the NATO policy right we, we, we all kind of we all have a general understanding of what has led up to this conflict and stuff like that but still at the end of the day if we were ukrainians we'd be in a trench right now you know yeah. we, we'd be on yeah, the front line we're dead you know i, I mean, completely we're not understand having a podcast if we're yeah. in ukraine oh, we're no, fucking having no. a cigarette in a trench with a fucking gun <laughs> Yeah, but that would know? be pretty. That would be pretty right. freaking uh, sweet to just be podcasting it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure there is a podcast in Ukraine. Right? Oh, We're I know there no, for sure, for sure. But anyway, I want to see what the the title of this clip, and this is from the 60 Minutes uh, interview. I have not seen this clip yet, though. It's called "President Biden to Vladimir Putin on Threat of Nuclear War." Don't. Okay, it's 49 seconds long. Let's see what Biden has to say. There we go. Joe Biden. Man. Grand Canyon University. Oh. oh, well, there well, you go, GCU. Yeah. Come well, on. A little, little, little ad here, but I mean... It happens. GCU's got to yeah. get those, too. <laughs> yeah. So... 
Look at that, man. What a nice university. Yeah, yeah he's podcasting right there. Yeah, look at yeah, him. Yeah, 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 right? Damn, man. Right okay. <laughs> Speaking right. of that, right, dude? He's Here we go. It out. As Ukraine succeeds on the battlefield, Vladimir Putin is becoming embarrassed and pushed into a corner. And I wonder, Mr. President, what you would say to him if he is considering using chemical or tactical nuclear weapons. Don't. 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 It would change the face of war unlike anything since World War II. And the consequences of that would be what? What would the U.S. response be? Do you think I would tell you if I knew exactly what it would be? Of course I'm not going to tell you. It'll be consequential. They'll become more of a pariah in the world than they ever have been. And depending on the extent of what they do, will determine what response would occur. Okay, so that's some strong don't. That's don't. a strong don't. So in one uh, interview, he's like basically, uh, he's basically, I mean, man, man. It's, just, it's just so bad. So man. first of all, he starts off with that that statement by <laughs> saying, "Ukraine's battlefield success is pushing Russia. Uh, I mean, pushing uh, Vladimir Putin into a corner, and he's becoming embarrassed." Is he like you said? Yeah. You said this in the he's middle of the day. Backed into is the he? Russian corner. Yeah, not like even, not even close. Okay. No, I mean, come on. Anyone who's kept up with the news today knows that actually, Eastern Ukraine is having a referendum, and. It's very likely that Eastern Ukraine is about to be Russia, probably within a couple of months. Do that you think, is going to do change. You think, now, do you think the Ukrainians feel like they're winning? No. Probably yeah, not. Fuck no. no, of course not. But Yeah, that's now, crazy it, statement, Now, here's man. the thing. On the battlefield right now, I was talking to Kevin about this earlier, and it is, it is true that there has been a Ukrainian counteroffensive that has been pretty successful. They've driven the uh, the Russian forces back. A lot of people think that this might be playing into Russia's plan. You know, sometimes because it, it is also true that a lot of the ground that Ukraine advanced over was empty. There were no Russians there because the Russians had already pulled back. What they wanted, they already had what yeah. they wanted. The and so, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, now, here's where I think the... Uh, the interviewer here is mistaken in asking that, like, what if he starts using nukes? You know, what if he starts using nukes? Like, he doesn't have to do that. He's not. Putin's not going to declare war. What he's actually doing with this referendum is actually kind of, kind of smart because Russia's rules of engagement, if they're fighting someone on their own territory, is very different than if they're doing some. Some uh, you know military operations, not even a declared war in Ukraine, right? But if all of a sudden Eastern Ukraine becomes Russia proper, and all the Ukrainian forces that are in Eastern Ukraine would now Russia would consider them in Russia proper, and they wouldn't have to declare war on anyone. They would just be like, "You're on our territory." They're being invaded. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so th- this is a uh, this is definitely escalation. I mean. There's no, there's no doubt about it. I think that you're about to see an escalation in the war in Ukraine, and with the rhetoric being passed around about Taiwan, with with what Biden's saying in these interviews and stuff, I think that you're probably gonna. That, that's not going to throw any uh, any cooling water on that situation either. Yeah. 
And so, man, you know, when, when, when you start talking about getting into a two-front war with Russia and China... Even, in the even, same interview. Even, yeah, yeah. In 60 minutes. Uh-huh. You had I mean, 60 minutes, Joe. Jeez, Louise, dude. Man, e- even the even the might of the uh, of all the combined NATO forces, I mean. Well, you're not just I think I, there's one thing Biden was right about. It would change warfare. It would change warfare the most since since World War II. I mean, it would be uh yeah, but Einstein not... said it best, right? Einstein absolutely said it best. He didn't know what what kind of weapons World War Three would be fought with, but he knew for sure that World War Four would be fought with sticks and stones. Yeah, and and the arms manufacturers true. are always looking to progress the arms industry, and war is one way they love to do it. Unfortunately, you yep. know, War's like a Racket drunk, by General yeah. Smedley Butler. Everyone should read it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's really crazy that all that's happening, man. Uh, well, yep. you know, man, Joe Biden's freaking, you know, he's obviously doing a wonderful job. And yeah, look at and, uh, <laughs> Yeah. What, what other thing? His bike. I mean, he got right he back blink, up. He blinks a lot. Yeah, but only when he lies. So he blinks <laughs> a lot. Nah. One other topic I wanted to bring up, uh, and this will be the last topic, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and, uh, turn and shut the, it down. Turn, for the, the uh, turn the AC back on for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, this whole time... Through this, through this war in Ukraine, we have been being told that this we have to protect democracy. Isn't that what we've been told? That's what I've heard a lot of that rhetoric myself. Oh yeah, right. Yep. It's all about protecting Ukrainian democracy until the people of Eastern Ukraine want to referendum. use democracy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to vote to join Russia. Then, oh no, 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 don't use democracy that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to choose for you. Yeah. That's our democracy. And uh, Ron Paul was talking about this earlier today, and, and I think he just hit the nail on the head, you know, because uh, uh, I think everyone, all of us would agree that we're all supporters of small government, small government, local government, right? As And self-determination when it comes to the local and regional yeah, Kind of like being levels. left alone, yeah. Yeah, I think I said that earlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I said, like I said that. Said this earlier. is the type Absolutely. of government we want. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to be told what to do. We want to be left alone. And so, if the people of eastern Ukraine, who we know are mostly ethnic Russians, most of them speak Russian, they have family in Russia, they have family ties in Russia. Or they're the, Russian the, citizens working yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why should this be? Uh, I mean, if you ask me, this is kind of like the national divorce uh Option that we're always throwing out there. Yeah. Why? Why are so many Americans acting like this is a bad thing? We should. We should look at this and be like, good, good. This let could it be. Pull them back out. Pull the Ukrainian troops back out. No yeah. matter. What, well, if they vote that way, right? And but but if they don't vote that way, but the thing mm-hmm. is, are you going to get fair elections? That's I was just because about to what ask they need. Well, here's what they need to do. They need to call the United States and say, how do you guys run fair elections? <laughs> You guys seem to fucking yeah. have it down. That's exactly. They, they need to get those. Uh, what's the name of those voting machines that we used here? Oh, I can't there was remember. the big uh, I controversy remember. over. I Dang remember it. the machines. But I can't remember. What Dang they it! Yeah, they need oh. to, we need to send Ukraine, yeah. Eastern Ukraine, all of our voting machines. Yeah, okay. and instead of say this will fix it, and then there's a sticky note in the back say, "Ha, ha just a joke. These things are shit." <laughs> yep. Yeah. And like, and also, I would just like to point out that there was already a referendum. In 2014, and we didn't like it, 
So we helped a coup yeah, that put in the current Ukrainian right. government. So, I mean, the, ah, man, it's just our meddling all over the world. Yeah, that we, say, the, yeah. the, the, it's just, it's force fed down our throats with a freaking tube that this is for your safety. We meddle all over the world to keep you free and keep you safe. It's so freaking ridiculous. It's so obvious that it's not keeping us very safe. In fact, we're probably, we're probably in the uh, hottest, you could say, time in, in a long time in terms of the possibility of major violence breaking out not only in a border dispute between Russia and Ukraine well, but yeah you guys think that that's yeah. also big too dude and then if in this 60 minutes he also talks about the real threat dude the MAGA Republicans the, that's right you those know? MAGA Republicans <laughs> alright oh, so I mean, that's the real I mean you talk these I mean they're the ones dude you've got to freaking you know watch out for because they're the ones who are going to Mow their lawn. Just I think it's a, good time, <laughs> it's a good time to point out that Joe Biden got more votes than President Obama. And we all know that he got more than President Trump. Yeah, <laughs> more than yeah. This more guy than is popular is what yeah. I'm trying to oh, say. I mean, people Super. love this guy. You need man. to listen to him. He's they popular. love this guy. This fucking guy. Golly. Oh, man. All right, well, let's end it with this. Let's get our, uh, since we all watch football, we'll, we'll end this with a little bit of some more lightheartedness, okay? We'll leave the political sphere one more time, and we'll throw out our, it is week, it, this week coming up is going to be week three in the NFL, yeah. okay? Who do you all predict is going to win the Super Bowl? Buffalo right Bills. Buffalo Bills, do you think? Bills. Okay. Yeah. Who do you think they're going to go to the Super Bowl against? They're going to play a Super Bowl before the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, and they're going to beat them. Okay, so the gonna... AFC Championship game will be the Chiefs. Chiefs That's and Bills. Oh, for sure, yeah. Chiefs and Bills. Yeah. And the Bills will win, and then they'll win the Super Bowl. Yep. All right. What do you think? Man, I, I mean, I honestly, I don't, I don't follow the stats enough to really give you a real answer. Yeah. I know the Cowboys probably ain't going to the Super Bowl. Well, listen, hey, go with your, hey, you are hey, correct, sir. Levi, Levi, if you don't have the stats, yeah. fuck going with your mind, right. dude. Go with your heart, man. Yeah. What is it? Texans, Stay with I hope the yeah. Texans are winning the Texans Super Bowl. Hey, that's what my heart's you know, saying. If the, the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl, I, 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 would, I would root for them. My, my pick on the Super Bowl is going to be, I think it's going to be, I, I just have a feeling, man, that, that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to win one more Super Bowl, man. I think it's going to be Green Bay. I think they're going to win, man. I think Green Bay is going to win it. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to prove all the COVID-19 haters wrong. <laughs> and I hope he retires. And then that's it, man. That's the only reason. Now, I have been a Green Bay fan, so I'm a little bit biased with that. But I don't know, man. There's something about certain players. Do you know what I'm saying? That you see, like, like man, he... If he has a decent team around him, you know what I mean. He's gonna, he's gonna make like big plays. You know that every time, right? And like I see that in Tom Brady. I thought about maybe the Buccaneers would win again. You know, you know, and they have a chance, and they they definitely have a chance. But man, there's something about Aaron Rodgers, man. I feel like that that uh, he's a hard guy to put out. He's lost a lot though too. You know, in those big games. But it's probably gonna be. I mean, the Bills are probably the highest. Percentage team to win. If they stay healthy, dude, it's, it's, I think it's a no-brainer right now. Yeah. But remember, it's early in the season, man. It's week three. Dude, they're fucking... That's a big if. And the other thing is, man, do they have a weakness that nobody's exposed yet? 
That's the thing about early in the seasons. And the other thing about these seasons, and and this happens in football, but it happens more in basketball and baseball because they're longer seasons. But it's like a bell curve, man. You go through ups and downs. I mean, they could go. They could go. Their weakness they, is their quarterback. If he keeps trying to run the ball like he's a fucking running back, yeah. And he gets hurt. Yeah, his mindset. Season, yeah, yeah. Case Keenum is fucking good, but I don't know no, how he'll be with Allen. that. Yeah, no, I don't know how he'll be with that offense. No, it'll take some time. Yeah, I mean, sometimes your biggest your biggest thing though is not getting tested, you know, and getting and not get you know just rolling through everybody, you know, and then it's getting tested late in the season and losing your your. I mean, sometimes, and this could be one of those years where they just dominate all the way through and win. But a lot of times, man, there's always that grind out team that's just a real grinder. They won't go away. They like won't Cincinnati go away. Yeah, year. exactly right. And I see that, like, even like the Dolphins have that feel to them a little bit this well, year. Fucking this Von Miller went over to Buffalo. Yeah. Like, no, their that's defense right. is yeah, stacked. That's right. Their that's offense a good point. is stacked. So is, I mean, so is the Rams. Defense a... wins championships, man. That, that'll that never change, dude. You know, having a good defense. Did y'all watch the Bills game the other night, Monday? Uh, no. Last night. Was it last night? Was it Monday night? Oh, yeah, against the Titans. Oh, they ran. Yeah. I watched some highlights. Dude, there was yeah, a guy that got hit on that oh. defense. Did you see yeah, that? The net by, by his own player, the net, his neck went back, yeah, too. Dude, and then the guy, and then the other Titan came over and pushed him over, like, to get off his teammate because he didn't know he was hurt yet, you know? Oh, he, like, man. rolled him over quick, and it was like, dude, he's obviously hurt, man, you know? Yeah, he was hurt bad, dude. Dude, hit, like, your neck should not be like that. They brought that ambulance out dude. for him. Like, for sure. It went, like, back hard, man. Mm. That was crazy. Yeah. I hate seeing injuries like that. Fo- oh, dude, football sick, football dude. is a is a really, really rough sport, man. Especially at that level. Those guys are... They're, they're little freight trains, man. Like, I say little. They're huge guys. But yeah. as far as a freight train, they're like little trains, man. Just running around, just smashing in, you know? Sometimes you're going to collide, you know? That sucks. I mean... Think about just running by somebody and having your arm hit their pads or something. You know, your hand would probably hurt. Out, you know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> hey, I'm yeah. walking here. Yeah. Oh, Give me some space. <laughs> Give me some space, dude. Nah. But yeah, it's a rough game, man. Football's a rough game. Yep. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a rough sport. But yeah, man, it's, it's going to be an interesting year, man. It'll be, I, I never, I, I really don't. I mean, Tom Brady has kind of proved us wrong with that. You know, he's almost went, uh, he's almost, he's had a perfect season and lost in the Super Bowl, as a matter of fact, you know? Yeah. So there's always that those times where a team just runs it. But, man, it's a hard league to just run the table and not get tested. Who do you think's going to do it? What is that? Win the Super Bowl or test the Bills? Win the Super Bowl. Um... I think it's going to be the Packers. I do. I, oh, I, okay, I feel like okay, the Packers yeah. are... I feel like if the Packers... I, I'm going to go with an NFC team just so I don't pick the Bills with you. If I went with an AFC team, I would have to pick... the the, the Maybe the Chiefs I could pick because they have Patrick Mahomes and he's like that too. So you think Rodgers knocks off Tom Brady and Tampa Bay for the... Yeah, because I feel like that the Packers have the potential to have a better defense this year. You know, and that's where I think that... I'm telling you now... I think Tampa Bay is gonna have some holes, man. I think they're gonna. Ha- I think they are gonna have some holes. I mean, they beat Dallas pretty handily. I know they did, but, but that's Dallas tough. had a really bad game plan. They went into that game with a whole. They they just did not have. They they didn't have what it takes there. But I do real quick before we get off. I wanna I wanna look up one thing. I'm gonna look up the Buffalo Bills schedule. 
And I'm going to tell you when I feel like they're really going to get tested. I actually thought last night they were going to get tested, actually, to be honest with you. Buffalo Bills. That was a blowout last 2023. Night. That was a blowout, man. Yeah, that was. They, they like really. 42. They sat Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, like all their starters sat the whole fourth quarter. And they won 40, 42. In, to like in seven. week two, man. Wow. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> the That's... whole fourth quarter they sat out. <laughs> okay, so look, this week right here, Bills, I think they're at the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a scrappy team. Then they play the Ravens. The Ravens are going to be a scrappy team. None of these teams are as good as the Bills. I'm not saying that, but they are They are all they scrappy. Be, Check this out. The Rams and the, Rams and the, uh, last night and the Titans. The Titans. You know? and then, but the Rams also had a close game with who they played. I mean, uh, who came back on them and almost you know gave them a close game. Steelers and Bills. That will be another test. And then, then you got two tests back-to-back. The Bills versus the Chiefs. And then you have the Packers versus the Bills two weeks later mm-hmm. after their bye week. So then that'll show that be that would be our <clears throat> head-to-head matchup right there. And then you have the Vikings, Browns. Those are all winnable games. The Lions, the Patriots, the Jets, Dolphins again, the Bears. So what their schedule shows me is they have a very hard schedule right in the middle of the season. And then it lightens up again. So that could be good for them. They'll be rolling. Exactly. They'll start just beating the shit out of teams after they've been <laughs> tested a couple of times, you know? And they'll just roll into the playoffs with all this momentum. It's possible, man. The Bills the Bills are a real threat, you know. They're a good they're a good football team and they're fun to watch. And the same reason I think about this with the Chiefs, and this is the flack I have with Dallas. You go to a Dallas game, half the fans aren't even Dallas fans. They're rooting for the other damn team. You know what I mean? Not half, but a lot. You see it. Dude, at a Buffalo Bills game, what do you oh, see? Freaking... A sea of all Bills fans, man. They are die hard. The same thing with the Chiefs, man. When you go to Arrowhead Stadium, it's like an experience just to be in that stadium. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a. Uh, you, if you go in that stadium, you're a Chiefs fan. You know what I mean? You are a Chiefs fan for that <laughs> night because you just fall. You just and uh, fall in love with the energy. Same but... thing with Green Bay. You know, they just have certain fan bases. So for that reason, man, it would be cool to see the Bills, you know, going far. I know it's good for their their morale. And then you start to see those late season games in the snow and shit where players are just sliding around the snow. Oh, yeah, dude. Last year, whenever they played the Patriots, like, the Patriots threw the ball like eight times the whole game and won. Yeah. They just ran. The whole game, it was freezing. The wind was blowing. It was like one of those old school NFL films you see, you know, like on ESPN or something. Dang, dude. It was crazy. I don't know. I've been watching them because they're fucking, they're just fun to watch. Yeah, they are fun. Good good team, man. High level. When things are high level like that. Like when the Spurs used to pass a lot. Yeah. And they were just running like so smooth. And it was just pass, 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 shot, boom. You know, it was like fun yeah, to watch. Everybody was hot. Like yeah. it might have been Ginobili or Parker, or yeah. Duncan. Everyone touched the ball. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven different. You know, ball passes six, seven times in a play. It's amazing. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, all that being said, man. Uh, sports are fun. Music's fun. Culture. You know, it's food. Right. What else is fun in life? Uh, going down the river, nature. Oh, yeah. But I'll right. tell you, what's not fun. Joe Biden. The economy Never. being measured in inches. <laughs> yeah. It's not fun for any of us. He's like, oh, maybe that was my wiener that was measured in inches. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, not the economy. No. That's funny. What do you think, Levi? 
Well, I think that uh, the prediction, the weather prediction for tomorrow is calling for like an inch and a half of inflation. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.